The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song they made from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play All right. There we go. Live. <laughs> Live. Go and get it, to get you know, let me say this. That's okay. By the way, it's a limey here, and the Yank is he's a technical genius. It's not the sharpest tool in the shed for me, but I try as we go along, you know? You do definitely try. Oh, thank you. Hello, everybody. The Limey and the Yank, you mustn't have a life because I'd be watching the Olympics. I won't, won't be watching these goons. But anyway, if you've got nothing to do, we have a fun show. 1980 we're going to talk about. Where were you in 1980 and what were you talking about? And most of all, what were you listening to and dancing to? So get that booty up. Can I say booty? I think yeah. you can. And shake it up because we're going back. And there's some fun trivia what started in 1980. But are you ready to talk? I like yes, talking. Yes, we decided to go back to one of the things that we love to do where we just pick a single year and then we go through songs from that year from the U.S. and the U.K. And optional. Other That's places. Right. And this is going to be awesome. I love the 1980. 1980 but you know what on a solemn note to start the show and let's all give remembrance if you can start what you're doing and just have a little few seconds of honor to uh, john lennon who we lost in 1980 uh, bless his heart it was all about love peace joy and spreading the world it's and probably one of the most notable musical events of the year 1980 that yes could we have a little bit of uh, just like starting over? Yeah, uh, that was Milk all over the radio that year. So from 1980, here's John Lennon with Starting Over. And I guarantee this will probably get us blocked the moment I hit play. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Oh, so this is to you. We're starting over after you left us, John, but your legacy will go on forever. God bless you. All right. We'll jump into happy stuff. I think it's your turn to take over. Don't take over too long. 1980 was a fun time because the 1970s and all that rock and roll started to also get kind of weighed in by disco. And disco was electronic and it was all about dance and a good time. And I know you're a dancer, Steve. You love to dance, so I think you can relate. I don't dance as fast, 
But you know what? 1980, I think basically was the close of disco. It was a 70s thing. Just yep. like the Beatles were a 60 thing, they broke up in 70, 10 years. It's like, I've had enough. You know, I'm going to do something else. Have a good day. And, and, part, and of the, part of the music from 1980 is you can hear people sometimes going back and forth about what they consider classic rock and roll or what your style means and and that kind of stuff. And I guess one of the examples I'll give is this fun little little song that I guess is kind of the beginning of more electronic sounding pop music. I want to play you a bit by a band called M and their only hit was pop music. Pop, pop. Pop music. Yes, pop, you know that one. Pop, pop music. Sure I love it. I'm not that the theme from Pop Up Video sounded like it did, but here you go. <laughs> Here's a fun bit from M with pop music. I love it. <laughs> hey don't forget and, folks we make playlists of all of our episodes if you go to the 1980 playlist you'll get to see the youtube video for this which is just loads of fun oh yeah but you know what Going back to 1980 the materialism everybody was materialized by materialism you think that's a word but it sounds good right are you being materialized I know you can be you materialistic, are. so I don't see why materialized wouldn't be a word. Hey, what was the one of the biggest songs, right? Material Girl. With, oh, uh, yeah. That was later, though. That wasn't 1980. It wasn't, no. And actually, MTV didn't start till 1981. So it was kind of the launch of, I want my MTV. That's right. right. <laughs> and the, I guess the rest is history here. DJs gave way to VJs, but not yet, because we're still stuck in 1980 in that holding pattern between disco, which was doing some really cool things, borrowing from funk and soul, and then moving into electronic music, and then rock and roll, which had kind of stepped away from prog and was now starting to put on these new age shoes, you know, this new wave is what I meant to say, these new wave shoes with experimental stuff like M's pop music. Yeah, and the videos came out. But in 1980, you had you had a limited choice on who when you wanted to see your favorite star or listen to your favorite song. I mean, you had shows like, uh, you know, Solid Gold. Remember Solid Gold? Oh, gosh, with the Remember Solid show? Gold dancers. Yeah. Somebody had come on the Tonight Show, like one. Uh, Soul Train was still going. Um, Just Austin. imagine that though, Steve, because Soul Train, you play songs and you talk about it and all the kids are out there dancing, but Solid Gold, they had to come up with a dance routine, learn it and perform it once a week. That's Marilyn, Marilyn McCoo. Uh, yes. <laughs> she was there. It was like, shake it up. Uh, Danny Terrio, was that the dancer? Yes. I was like, was it? 
The Denitario School of Dance. Yes. Did I, did I get that right? And he then was the cheerful disco dancer that was in the middle of the movement, and I'm pretty sure he fed in his his personality and his his reputation probably built that Simpsons character Disco Stew. <laughs> and on the Brits side, when they were watching TV to see the favorite artist, of course, one of the best shows in my mind ever to hit uh, England or the United Kingdom, the old grey whistle test, because it's like going into your first fight in the ring. This is live. There's no special effects. We're going to put you on and show us what you've got. And if you didn't have it, you ain't going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And top of the pops, they had, I think they started this old series when I was a little boy, uh, Jukebox Jury, uh, where they put the record on and stop and ask the panel, it's going to be a hit or it's going to be a miss, you know, and they'd all vote on it, which is, it's great to, you know, you know, first time, and I'd love to do a show. I think we should do a show on uh, openings and endings on, on music, the most important thing in the world, just like a book and everything. If you don't have a dynamic beginning and a dynamic end, it doesn't matter what's in the middle, people are going to go, this is shit. <laughs> I liked it, but it spoiled it because they put the wrong ending in it, right? <laughs> or the beginning. And if it's that bad, the beginning, you're not going to listen to the rest of the song. So all I can say is good luck. Speaking of which, we know that by now songs for the radio are typically three and a half minutes, but I was surprised. Some of the songs we have in this episode are like two minutes. That's good. Or even well, we less. Yeah, that should be your, I'm only going to talk for two minutes or less and everybody will go, oh, that's great. No, I'm only kidding. Well, I'm not really. <laughs> so anyway, let's carry on with the music. And of course, the King of Kings are normally the Brits. And it was the year Pink Floyd, The Wall. Oh, uh, yes. Need is not, I mean, come on. 30 million copies, it changed the world. Everybody wanted to break down the wall. Despite Even having Reagan, the simplest album cover of all of 1980. <laughs> Reagan said, tear down this wall. <laughs> and Pink Floyd probably went, hmm, that'd be good. Who There's knows? There's an in that. <laughs> all right, you want to hear a bit from Another Brick in the Wall Part 2? Yeah, awesome, buddy. Awesome. There you go. Come on, there we go. Unbelievable, man. I still have nightmares from that video. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. I'm like, 
looking around, making sure nobody's going to say that to me. Well, that was the other thing is that was a double album. And when I was a kid, when I got that and I opened that double album with its white bricks on the front and I saw those Gerald Scarf illustrations, that was like nightmare fuel. That was scary, weird stuff. So you were scary too, but you watched it because you liked being scared. That's the why Wall was an amazing like... album, but it wasn't cheery. Oh. It was about a rock star's slide into complete, I don't know, mental breakdown. I, that's that's what I get from it. What if, what about you? It's the same thing. It's like dark side of the moon. Why can't they have the sunny side of the moon and everybody's <laughs> jolly and lives forever? And they have no, that. It's called Teletubbies. You know, don't worry about your last breath, and you're not going to be here. Teletubbies, yeah. That'll put you. That would definitely put you on a different planet, I think. Teletubbies. <laughs> Whoever thought of that, I don't know. Watch out for the mushrooms. But it yeah. worked, I guess, right? Yeah, but you know what? We've got a local 80s station on a side note. I keep thinking about 1980 and how different it is in 2021. And we have a local 80s radio station. There's a few songs they play in heavy rotation. And one of them keeps bringing me back to this, this movie that came out. Because when I was a kid in 1980... The movie American Gigolo was just considered racy and, oh my gosh, you know, a real grown-up film. It starred Richard Gere, but yeah. the reason I mention it is there was a song that was all over the charts that was considered the theme from American Gigolo. Which was? Call Me by Blondie. I've never put those two together, but I love Blondie and I love the song. You got a little taste of it lined up for our audience? Yes, here's Debbie Harry doing one of the original rock and roll booty call songs, Call Me. Debbie. Debbie Harry, she can rock, man. And she's not hard on the eyes, if I do say so myself. No, but you know what's cool about that song is you've got this straight-ahead drum beat. You've got this nice rock and roll guitar kind of rumbling along. And then you have this, like, synthetic pulsing beat, too. It's like a little bit of everything. And that's why Blondie kind of had a foot in rock and roll and a foot in new wave. Love Blondie. Classic, man. Hey kids, time to go for now, but don't forget you can always find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on Twitter, and you can stop by our YouTube channel where we've put playlists together of all of the episodes and the seasons, so you can let those roll and have a lot of fun reliving your memories with the original, full versions of the songs. We also have the website, thelimeyandtheyank.com, where you can go download MP3s of your favorite songs from Amazon. We really appreciate you listening to the show. And the most important thing to us is please keep sharing with us your stories, your memories, your favorite songs. Give us feedback. Tell us how we're doing. And please do keep tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again. 